Hey, welcome to the Healing She Got Faith show. I am Lily. I am the founder of Healing She Got Faith, and I am the host of the Healing She Got Faith talk show. Healing She Got Faith is an organization that was created for adults who are dealing with grief and or on their self-love journey. During this talk show, we talk about grief, healing, self-love, but overall, we are encouraging you to love you the way you love the world okay so we thank you all for tuning in good afternoon welcome to the healing she got faith show welcome to episode 82 so we just got done with our discoveries and grief series we ended last week on part eight that was a really really good conversation that we had and so this week we're starting something new I'll be completely honest with y'all, I had notes for the next two weeks on what I wanted to speak about, but when I set it up today, I felt led to do some notes. So today, we're going to call this a processing episode where we just kind of process where we're at right now, aka me, because it's just me on the show. So anyway, <laughs> so that is exactly what we're going to do. Um, I'm just going to go through some of the things I'm processing and what that looks like. So that will be episode 82, Processing. Let's go ahead and jump right into our check-in. All right, so we are in the portion of our check-in, which is usually the first segment of every show that we do here at Healing She Got Faith talk show, okay? So what is the check-in? So the check-in is basically us asking, how are we feeling? And so typically you'll hear myself, and it, or if I have a guest, we'll always ask that question, like, how are you feeling? How are you? Or something of that nature. Because before we get started and talking, we always want to check in with ourselves. This is throughout life. This is just a great way to start your day. This is a great way to enter into every situation, even before you go to bed. How are you feeling? And so as you'll see on the show, I'll either say, how am I feeling? Or how are you feeling? And I'm encouraging you to do the same. So enjoy and make sure you're checking in with yourself. Welcome to episode 82 check-in. Welcome to episode 82's check-in. I don't know why that was so hard to say. Anyways, (laughs) okay, how am I feeling today? Y'all, whoever's listening, we do not talk about the evolution of healing enough. TikTok it's freaking amazing. Um, the guy I watch all the time, Ali, and I actually quoted him in one of the um, one of the episodes from Discoveries and Grief, and I'm gonna add his TikTok to the show notes. But there is an evolution in healing that kind of takes you. It not kind of it just it brings you to a new level of understanding, and so. Currently in life, I am doing extremely well. Um, And I give credit to cease and desisting to my own personal dreams and visions. Like in August of 2023, I really had to become okay with me and my dreams and visions breaking up. I had to be okay with what I thought was mine was not mine. I had to be okay with 
Healing She Got Faith is not going to be the grief group organization that I really thought it was going to be. I had to be okay with this shift and pivot. And a lot of new business owners, I feel, go through that, at least what I see. And I even see like people who just try to do mental health programming and they don't get the turnout that they need and they don't do, you know, and they give up and then they blame society and they're like, well, y'all didn't want the help. Y'all say y'all want the help, but y'all don't want the help. But reality, you know, the biggest lesson in business is like your friends and family are not your clients. They're not going to come and support you the way that you want them to. They may buy the book. They may listen to the podcast. They may purchase something. They may come to an event, but they are not your clients. And I know like since I'm in a social work business, like my family and friends really aren't supposed to be my clients anyway. (laughs) So um, that's like a conflict of interest anyway. So anyways, um, however, the other side to that is when you sit down and you heal and you really get to know yourself, yeah, it is this fly flying around and it is driving me crazy. Um, (laughs) When you sit down and you really give yourself permission to heal and to feel, we don't talk about the aftermath. And that is what I'm currently going through. I feel like life is great. Life is great. There's still a sadness, though. And it's not a sadness of unfulfillment. It's a sadness of there are some things that that I'm really going to lose sooner or later, regardless if I want to address it right now in this moment. There are people who I really, really want to love me, but they will never be able to love me the way that I need because it's just not who they are. I went to a studio yesterday, spent hours there, y'all, hours. I felt like a real artist, okay? Felt like a real artist. (laughs) I went networking, get you in places, and so I met this guy, has a beautiful family, has a beautiful spirit. I actually met him through somebody who I would consider family. And I get there because we met a year ago, y'all. We met a year ago. And he offered, he was like, hey, like, I know you're doing audio books. I know you're doing, you know, X, Y, and Z. If you want some music, let me know. So a year later, I think I run into him over the summer. And I bring it up to him. I'm like, hey, like, I, you know, I have an audiobook already recorded. It needs some editing, but I would love to add music to it. So he was like, I got you. So finally, yesterday, day comes. I go to his house. I'm so excited. Like, I am so filled with joy. He gave me constructive criticism. He, I'm learning from him. Like, I really need people who can teach me. I really need people who are, like, hands to the ground going to help me. And 
I left and I was fulfilled, y'all. And I'm still fulfilled. Like, I'm still on a high. Um, but when I got home, I came home alone. And I didn't have, like, people that I wanted to tell what happened. I didn't have, like, a man that I wanted to. And... I've done a lot of healing work. I've done a lot of work in myself and I love myself and I love being by myself. Like, to be honest, if I were to get into a relationship tomorrow, the first thing we have to work on is like me not being by myself because I love it. But there is a part of me right now that is missing and that part is love. That part is love. I have experienced a lot in life, and I know I'm only 32. People are gonna be like, "Oh, you still got your whole life to live." But this is the thing: we don't have our whole life to live because life can live, can end at the end of the moment. Like this is a podcast. This is an organization about grief, so we know how fast death can come. We can be here today. I could record this episode today and walk outside and not be here. You know what I'm saying? Like. And so trying to live and fulfill the best life I could because we don't know when our expiration date is. We don't. However, being like, wow, I ain't got no man to tell. And my friendships, we're evolving. And I kind of feel bad in my life right now because I feel like everybody is going through something and I am just like living my best life currently in this moment. And I'm happy for me because I've never just been this person. I've never just lived my life because I can, you know, but I have been like, and I've been doing a lot of stuff by myself. I've, I've been doing stuff with my girlfriends like this. So dope. Like I prayed for days that I had girlfriends. And I am there. Like, I have girlfriends. I'm so happy. Um, But when you're healing and evolving, and you're no longer that friend that can take on everything. Like, I was that person. I would take your burdens on. I Like, I thought I was Jesus for real, y'all. I was going to take your burdens to the cross with me. But they were never my burdens. Because when I had burdens... It was lonely. And now that I'm, like, successful and happy and at peace, yeah, it's still fucking lonely. It's still lonely. And so, I'm not, like, really, I don't know. I'm not looking for an answer. I'm not, because I know everybody's going to say, oh, you got to love yourself better. You got to do this. You got to do that. You got to do that. But yesterday in the studio, he kept saying, give yourself grace. You never wrote an audiobook. I mean, you never created an audiobook. You never wrote a book before. Like, give yourself grace for everything that you've been through. And then, like, the more he got to know me so he could challenge and ask me questions because he's a producer. So, like, to bring that creativity out, like, he's doing stuff. And he just kept saying, give yourself grace. And in life, I have to give myself grace. And I am in a season in my life where I'm giving myself grace. And I am sick. I am accepting who I was before and who I am today and being proud of that. And it I don't know if it's hard. I don't I don't know. That's why we processing it. So 
my check-in is I'm good. I'm okay. But there is an underlining sadness. Not because I'm not fulfilled, but because of the evolution of life. And I'm missing. I'm already missing the stuff that it hasn't left yet, but I know it's coming. I know my life is about to shift. I can feel that there's some big transitions that are literally going to happen in the next 14 days. So I already mentally know my life is about to shift. And while I am excited, I am sad. Changing and letting go and shifting has never been a good thing, a good experience, I should say. Um, I accept life for what it is, but that doesn't change the fact that, like, we grieve certain things. And I'm grieving some relationships right now. I'm grieving my career. I'm grieving my vision. I'm honestly grieving the person who just used to be out here supporting everybody because she, I don't know if she doesn't exist, but she's definitely resting. And I was talking about that. Like, I used to be the person that I was showing up to everyone and everything and going and being by myself. And and it's cool. It's cool. Like, you should definitely do stuff by yourself. But I'm definitely a gal who I operate off a of community. I operate off of my village, my support system. So that's my check-in. It's been a very emotional two days. When we hop into the topic, I'm, I'll talk to you about like, where is this sparking from? Where is it coming from? And I'll tell you right now, it's therapy. I talked to not one, but two therapists this week. <laughs> so, yes, um, that's my check-in. So, let's go ahead and do this icebreaker. Here at Healing She Got Faith, no matter if we're on the podcast, no matter if we have a guest, and no matter if we're at a conference, a professional development any type of workshop we always do one icebreaker which really is just me bringing a bunch of affirmation cards and we pick them and we say if they resonate with this why or why not and we discuss it it's a great icebreaker for any type of activity it really gets people talking you get people kind of comfortable it really um beats the traditional icebreaker of like the awkwardness of trying to get people's names and stuff like that but instead we ask really intense questions and or we just read some things and we read out loud and we say does it resonate why or why not a lot of times on top of that you just get people to be more comfortable in starting conversation and people start to be engaged so healing she got faith we do that no matter what and we'll always do it so here for this segment we will always welcome to our icebreaker segment Okay, all right, we are back. 
All right, so I actually picked the four agreements and the fifth agreement. So we have three cards today, which we haven't done that in a while. That's okay, because this is kind of like a free-for-all um, episode. So no real structure. We're just processing and healing and mixing up these cards, I guess. Uh, okay, so... I don't know what I did, y'all. <laughs> okay, cool. So, from af the affirmation cards from Five Below, I picked a card and it said, Today I'm flexible. Today I will adapt to changes in life with an open mind and outlook and a positive outlook. I feel like I had something similar last week. Let me see. Oh, I'll be thinking that. I just read so many cards that they all start sounding the same to me. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's very similar to episode 80s, but it's not the same. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, I don't even need this for real. I'm looking at my notes, y'all. I ain't even using my notes. Oh. Okay, yeah, so episode 82's Icebreaker, we're choosing from Affirmation Cards from Five Below, and they this one says, today I am flexible, today I will adapt to changes in my life with an open mind and positive outlook. I think that just goes back to my check-in, where, like, just being okay with, like, having to let things go and having to like just knowing that like sometimes we have to shift or pivot or even break up with the ideas that we had like being flexible and open to anything relationships um work career healing working out y'all let me tell y'all about working out so i have a friend who has been doing classes at my building and She's been really successful. So I challenged myself to see if I could do her program for six weeks. And I really thought I was going to go on to like phase two and phase three to, for the rest of the year. But life changed, career change happened, and I wasn't able to really go into phase two. But also, too, in the middle of this, I realized that like, oh, like my soul is yearning for something. So I need to fulfill it. And I came to the realization, like, Lisa, you challenge yourself to see, like, I gave myself six weeks. I completed the six weeks, had phenomenal results. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I actually took what I learned from well, my friend's name is Carmen. I took what I learned from Carmen and I went back to my heart's desire, which was dancing. And so, like, I've never been a professional dancer, but I love working out and dancing, if that makes sense um and so like I love to do it and so I went I, and it was just I feel like it was just divine timing because I told you I went to for the culture kickback last weekend and this dance studio that happens to be by my building y'all like come on now um they were like if you buy a four pass class we'll credit you another four and so I ended up signing up something happened with the system so she she had to do some stuff, but she still gave me the four credits, but then she gave me like an extra credit. And so I was like, oh man, that's nine classes. That's like two week 
two weeks worth of working out. Like I, I should definitely do that. And I did. And so I went to my first class and the first day I was using stuff that Carmen taught me. And so I had like, um, so it's Carmen and then Bella. They, those two are kind of like my building managers right now. They use the building the most. They bring clients. They have phenomenal programming. So like sometimes every now and then we just got to have a quick little meeting just to be on the same page. Um, but in that, I was like, I feel like I did what you took, like what you wanted to do. Like you, like Carmen, when I had my first met her and I had my consultation with her, I, she has said that like, she wants to be the trainer that teaches you how to do stuff, but she don't want to be the trainer that's with you forever. So like, she wants to teach you to do stuff so you can move forward and, you know, kind of, and do it on your own. And I said, I am living proof that it works. Like, because the first day of dance class, I was doing stuff that Carmen had taught me. And I had to realize, like, it wasn't giving up on myself. It wasn't giving up on Carmen. I had to be flexible and like, okay, I did that for six weeks. Now I'm ready for something else. Like, my body at that time was yearning to be physical. And so I was physical. I was waking up super early in the morning, coming over here, working out, creating a community. It is beautiful. The community is still here. However, you know, post the six weeks, my body is like, okay, like we're ready for the next fulfillment. Like we're ready. And I think like being flexible in that, like things are not forever. Things are not supposed to last forever. And that is okay. That is okay. Okay. <laughs> so just be flexible, be flexible in your life. I know sometimes we have a hit, like we got to do all this. We got to do this. We got to do this. We got to do this. But let's be okay with, it's okay if things shift. It's okay if things pivot. Okay. Okay, so that was five below cards. Let's see what the four agreements got for us. So this is the four agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. He's a phenomenal author. His son also writes. Um, oh, one popped out. Okay, I like this card because it has picture. It has a picture of butterflies and caterpillars, and so we all know um, butterflies represents transition. And, you know, caterpillars represent patience until they evolve into who they're new. So already before I even read the card, I know that it's going to go with everything we're saying. Okay, so this card says, oh, sorry, I got something to my eye. Ooh, okay. Still there, but we're going to push through. All right, so this card says, don't make assumptions. Let your life be transformed. When you stop making assumptions, your words become impeccable and your life is completely transformed. Magic just happens in your life. What you need comes to you easily because spirit moves freely through you. Ooh, I could throw this microphone. When you stop making assumptions, your word becomes impeccable and your life is completely transformed. My brain is the president of assumptions, okay? 
magic just happens in your life. What you need comes to you easily because spirit moves freely through you. I'm always making assumptions. Um, and I feel like that is a big part of my insecurity. That's a big part of just issues I've had in relationships with people. I think another agreement is don't take things personally. And so I, I didn't pull one. Let's see what this top one is. It's not what I was looking for. Um, but like, I've been focusing so much on not taking things personally, but I often do make assumptions. And I'm currently thinking of a situation where I'm constantly making assumptions with. And honestly, like, I'm probably going to ruin the relationship because, because of that, you know. Um, and when you start making assumptions, your word, your word becomes impeccable and your life is completely transformed. And I believe this because I believe that we acknowledge and accept things for what they are in front of us and what they truly are. I think like a lot of times we focus so much on being healed and we focus so much on like what healing actually is and everybody is just so perfect and everybody's looking at stuff. And I've said this from the beginning of this podcast, I don't look like anybody else. Like I don't consider myself a healer. Hell yeah, sometimes I barely consider myself a social worker. Like, I will look at other social workers and be like, you are a real social worker. I just have the piece of paper that says I am. Which, and I downplay myself so much when I do that because the, real, the reality is, is I am a social worker. But that comparison game, that imposter syndrome comes in and rips life out of you. That's why they say be kind to yourself. Say words, talk to yourself. Yesterday when we, when I was in the studio with, with this man and he was like you have to talk to yourself like you are entertaining people and you are making people see vivid visions of what you are saying but that is not going to happen unless you talk to yourself unless you talk to yourself like you talk to your clients unless you talk to yourself like you talk to the world you got to talk to yourself and so that's what it is we got to start talking to ourselves we got to start pouring that life back into us. Don't make assumptions. Let your life be transformed. Be present. Whatever is in front of you, that's the truth. And if they are lying, if the whole truth, that ain't your problem. Because you here. They the ones that got to lie for you. Or to you, or whatever. That ain't got nothing to do with you. Talk to yourself. You are worthy. You are worthy of it all. Your life is being transformed. So let it happen. So that was the four agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And then I picked the fifth agreement, which is by Don Miguel Ruiz and Don Jose Ruiz with Janet Mills. The fifth agreement. Toltec wisdom. Mm. Thank you.
I am dreaming right now in this moment. The world I think I see outside of me is actually inside of me. It's just images in my imagination. It's a dream. And there's a lotus flower on here. My God. Okay. Mm, okay. Ooh, y'all, these cards is good. Okay. So we got three cards, and I really could go on because the, these cards is good. Okay. Oh, Lord. All right. So I am dreaming right now in this moment. The world I think I see outside of me is actually inside of me. It's just images in, in my imagination. It's a dream. I think that's true. I think a lot of times what we see is just that. It's it's what it's our perception. It is a dream. Because a lot of times the stuff that we see doesn't even exist. Like we've made it up. We've made it to where it's us, you know? So but that lotus flower is beautiful on that picture. Okay. I am free to be who I really am. Personal freedom, the freedom to be who I really am, the freedom to do what I really want to do is the greatest gift that I can give myself. This is what I'm living right now in this moment. This, like, this is what I'm doing in this summer of 2023. Like, being who I'm created to be and living the way I want to and giving myself permission so that I can be free because I've been so wrapped up in hurt and pain and trauma and society's rules and regulations and just things that sometimes just don't make sense for all people. And so giving myself the gift of freedom, like you can do and be, I mean, sometimes you got to play the game, but that's a different podcast for another day. Um, but yeah, I think that I think giving myself freedom this summer was probably one of the best things, if not the best thing to do. And the last one, I am in control of my attention. By mastering my attention, I control my choices and I master the dream of my life. I can create anything I want to create. I can do anything I want to do. The dream of my life is going to go wherever I want to take it. Woo! Woo! Okay. So, we're in a society right now that we oftentimes misuse um, terms such as like ADHD or... Um, overstimulated or just just therapy and diagnosis words that we think we know what they are but we really don't and while tiktok is amazing tiktok got everybody thinking they are professional in this profession and so when i read this by mastering my attention i think about sometimes it's sometimes it really is a diagnosis so let, let's like sometimes there is Diagnosis is neurodivergent humans exist and they are very much real and valid. I am not talking about our 
friends who actually have a diagnosis. But I am talking about the people who self-diagnose themselves and have not gotten the correct help they need after they've noticed there's some different things going on with them. By mastering my attention, I control my choice. So when I think about this, I think about I can be sitting here talking to somebody and completely miss what they said, like directly in front of me and completely miss what they said because I am not paying attention because I have allowed my mind to go elsewhere instead of being present. I am not listening to you. I, my first day in dance class, the teacher came up to me, was trying to teach me some stuff. He taught me some stuff. I went to go do it and completely missed it. And I was like, I'm sorry. I don't know why, but like, I just wasn't paying attention. So can you do it again? Wasn't that many people in class. So the teacher was able to help me. But in that moment, I'm like, you have, you want to be here. This teacher did not force you to come and be here. Like be present and do it or don't. Like you wanted to be here. Okay. This ain't like school where you're forced to be there. This is like, I paid for this and I'm going to be here. I control my choices and master the dream of my life. We do control our choices. Some stuff, Sometimes they're not educated choices. Sometimes you have to go through it in order to learn it. Sometimes, you know, it's not the best choice, but you didn't know any better. And, you know, I think the important thing, like when, when this card says, and master the dream of life, my life, you have to remember your dream can alternate. The dream of your life can change. And in each season and each chapter, it's different. I can create anything I want to create. That is absolutely true. You absolutely can. But know that you may not get the results that you envision or may not be right away. I can do anything I want to do and you absolutely can. I absolutely can do anything I want to do. The dream of my life is going to go wherever I want to take it. Let me tell you something. The dream of my life, and maybe it's the vision of my life, maybe that's the correct verbiage that I need to use, has constantly changed. But the dream has probably been the same since I was 12. There's been variations of it, but it's probably been the same thing, the foundation. And so back to the front of the card, it says, I am in control of my attention. Sweetheart, we have to be better at catering and loving ourselves and i'm speaking to myself the reason why i do not have attention for me is because i'm paying attention to everything else the reason why i can't stay focused on me is because i've overcommitted to too many things the reason that i can't stay like pay attention to what i need to do is because i'm doing stuff that's out of my element that i was never supposed to be doing the reason why i cannot focus and my attention is everywhere is because I said yes when I should have said no. I am in control of everything. I'm in control of my attention. Woo! I didn't expect this icebreaker to hit that way. Okay, I'm definitely going to add all these into the show notes. I, do y'all even want to go to the topic of the day, okay? Because I feel like we just, we've been talking the whole time. Anyways, all right, y'all, we gonna go and hop right into the topic of the day.
and now you are entering into the main course meal of the episode which is the topic so you can always find the topics either in the show notes or on the calendar or on social media but this is the portion where we literally break down the topic and just have a real life discussion of life so enjoy the episode i hope you take something good from it always remember to love you the way you love the world okay welcome to the topic of the day of episode 82 and we are really just processing today um normally i have like an outline which i do have notes but like i said earlier i just did not feel like talking about that um I, it's just a, it, it, it's just the evolution when it comes to healing. And I think a lot of times everybody has an answer to healing. Like everybody just knows what it's like. It's linear and we all going to look the same. Okay. And what are we going to learn that we ain't going to look the same? Yeah. Like when are we going to learn that people do not function as one? And and if you believe that, that's perfectly fine. Like, I'm not here to convince you otherwise. I'll be completely honest. I don't care if you agree with me or not. Um, I don't care. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I think when I came to the realization that life That life really is like how you function, how you make it, and things of that nature. Like, life really is that, you know? I'm going to say this. For the last couple years, I've been trying to be an entrepreneur, and I've been trying to create a safe space and really provide a resource to the community that is much needed. I have watched countless people do very similar things and be very successful. And a lot of them, what they have that I don't have is a consistent team. What they have that I don't have is a consistent group of people who just really believe in them. I have people who believe in me. I have people who love me. I have people who love my vision. I get people on social media and in real life all the time who love what I do, are very interested in it, but, like, don't move forward. And so recently I had to I had to accept the realization of I don't know how to bring people in. And I don't know what it is about me that people don't just show up or people just don't like want to stay committed and a lot of it is I attract people who really want to help me but they've overcommitted. They've overcommitted to a lot of things that they just shouldn't have or maybe they should have. I don't know, I can't speak on them, so I shouldn't have said that. But they they overcommit and so when it comes to somebody like me, I kind of get pushed on the back burner because I am also going to be the person that's like hey, if you got a lot going on, it's cool. Like, my stuff can be on hold because I'm never going to beg you 
to be here. Now, when I get frustrated, you will hear about it. Because, dang, like, you know, we doing X, Y, and Z. Like, don't commit if you can't do it. And I recently, like, had a realization about that. Like, people will tell you yes because they know you. But you don't have to. Like, you really don't have to say yes. You know, like, and I hate that. I hate that with people. Like, stop telling me yes. Like, stop telling me that you can do something and you don't have capacity. Stop over-promising and underserving. Stop over-committing. And so, being in that space, and, and I've been in therapy talking about this, and so my therapist is like, you are evolving, and you are transforming into the woman that you want to be, into the human you want to be. You have worked so hard. And so, I was in therapy, I think, Monday, maybe? It was either Monday or Tuesday. I was in therapy Tuesday, I think. And she was like, and I was just telling her some stuff that was happening. And she was like, what I'm hearing is you're no longer taking the burdens of other people. You are no longer, like it used to be people would tell you stuff and you'd be like, here, I'll take it. Here, God, put on one shoulder, put on another shoulder. Oh, hold on. Let me, let me scoot this over. Let me add this over here. Let me. And she was like, you're no longer doing that. You're, you're letting, you're keeping people where they're at. Cause you can no longer afford to take on people's burdens. You have to have that boundary. You're also accepting people for who they are instead of trying to change them. Because as much as we love people, we do try to change them. Because we see better for them than what they see for themselves. And it don't work like that. It do not work like that. So on Wednesday, I ended up booking a session with Joy, the Joy of Social Work. Um, so if y'all didn't know, she does, um, I think they're called brain sessions or ask me anything sessions. I'll put it in the show notes as well. Cause y'all should definitely book with her and like joy. So if you haven't listened to the podcast, joy is a social worker based out of Atlanta. She also used to live in New York, but earlier this year, I went to Atlanta to go see her because in January, she Ended her podcast, but then she went on a podcast tour. And so I went to Atlanta. I went to go see her. We connected. And, like, she's really somebody I look up to. And I talked to her. And because I want to support her, I book sessions through her. So she's not, like, I'm not booking her as my therapist. I'm just booking her almost like a mentorship colleague type of thing. Um, And so it started off, I booked the session to, like, just kind of talk to her about my career and the shift. And, you know, being a community social worker is so hard especially living in Missouri, like it's one of the hardest things that I could ever decide to do in life. And so like talking about what that looks like. And so even though she ended her podcast every now and then, she does an update, updated podcast. And so she did an updated podcast. You have to check it out. I'm going to put it in the show notes as well. Um, but she talks about a shift in her career. And I was like, oh, yeah, like I need to book a session because we need to talk about this. And we did. But what came from this conversation, because I was just telling her, like, about the opportunity I got this summer, working with the kids, about this new opportunity I'm about to have at the end, the end of the month, about this new opportunity I applied for recently, um, the shift in healing, she got faith. So in healing, she got faith. I'm no longer focusing on groups 
or community stuff. I'm really focusing on the podcast and my books and just renting out the building to support local businesses. Um, and so she asked, she asked, she asked something about a shift, but love came up and I don't know why I'm drawing a blank right now, but love came up. And she asked, she's like, so do you think love is the missing piece? And I'm talking about a romantic love. Like, I'm talking about, like, my life companion. And I said, absolutely. I have experienced a lot. But I have never experienced a man liking me. I've never experienced a man choosing me. I've never experienced being approached. I've And, like explain it to her like I've taken classes on dating okay I've taken classes on how to better your dating app profile I started to just go to hardware stores because I was reading somewhere that like if you want to meet a single guy go to a hardware store I started like going to social events I started looking into like where did where the daddies be at at the cigar lounges like you know where, where they be at because I need to find them <laughs> Like doing all this intentional work to never meet anybody. And if I do meet somebody, them motherfuckers do not like me. Like they like the idea of me. They look up to me. They're inspired by me. They want to taste me, but they don't like me, you know? And so being put in a place like I'm okay to be alone. I'm not complaining about being alone. But I can't lie and say that I don't want love. I can't lie and say that I don't want, you know, that life companion. I at least want to experience a man liking me. Like, I would love to be taken out on a date. I would love to not pull out my wallet every time I go out. I would love to not live life by myself. I would love to be served and catered to. Like, I cater to every, like, to everybody else. And so, yeah, like. There is a piece of me that is missing, and I really believe that it's love. And so while, like, talking to her, you know, that brought up a lot of emotions on top of having therapy the day before that and actually talking about friendship and, and how friend friendship has evolved. And then to go to the studio yesterday and meet this beautiful human being and his wife and his family, and just how their studio is so beautiful, like, being in that space, being in that space, man, being in that space and realizing that I am healing, and it is beautiful, But I am back in a place where I am so lonely. And so to fight every day, to get up and to fight loneliness. And yes, like my friend, I have an awesome support system. My siblings, I have Carmen, I have Crystal, I have Danny, I have Tiffany, I have Tierra. Oh my gosh. I have Tyler, I have Diamond, I have Angelo, I have Renisha. I have Crystal. I have two friends named Crystal. Um, I have LR. I have Malcolm. I have Avery. I 
have my god kids have my nieces my nephews hell i even got a sister-in-law rency i have all these people that like just love and adore me and while the relationships are how i envision them i also know life happens you know i still want that companion i'm still tired of being the single friend Another friend there. I have Ariel. <laughs> so I have, I have people. I have a great support system. I have great people that show up. And they love me. And they appreciate me. And if I ask them, they'll do it. And I love it. Love it. But I'm missing love. I'm missing love. And I'm almost to a point where I don't know that I'll receive it, but I also don't know that that's actually true, you know? Um, definitely patiently waiting. I mean, part of the conversation I had with Joy was like, I'm definitely open to going on dates. I'm definitely open to, like if somebody were to ask, if I meet somebody, I do approach guys. It never works out when I approach them. So like, I gotta figure that out. Um, I'm very, I'm honest too, but also too, like, because I've never experienced it, it's also one of the things, like, just like I never wrote a book before, um, just like I've never, you know, well, I mean, I have wrote a book, but like speaking in, in the past tense of like giving myself grace as far as like the studio goes, because I went through a lot of this stuff with the book because I had never wrote a book before. I had never done an audio and now I'm meeting people who can do these type of things and I've never bit at a place where like I knew how to actually produce and direct like a podcast or an audio book or anything like that. And so just like I I had to go through the woes of that because I had never done it before, but I'm here doing it. It's going to be the same thing with like meeting a man who actually likes me, who actually appreciates me. And maybe the first guy I meet who actually likes me is not my husband. Maybe he is. I don't actually know. I'm not trying to project or envision or whatever. I am trying to manifest and pray for my man. But I don't know what that is going to look like. But I will say I know it's going to be hard because I'm so used to doing things on my own. Like, he is going to have to be patient enough to say, hey, I got you. Like, you you don't have to do it. You do not have to pull out your wallet when you're with me like I got you like because he's gonna understand like I, I'm gonna take care of you like I got you like that is no questions asked I, I listen but also too he's gonna see that like you have served a lot of your life let me cater to you what I mean and two of my friends right now went through some of the worst heartbreaks in the last couple of years and now are so deeply in love I have a friend who I haven't really spoken to her, but I know she went through a lot of of boyfriends. And then like in the last year, she got married. And I know he treats her like a queen. And I love that. And so I see it existing. And I, and I know it exists. And I am really just trying to figure it out. Like, you know, do I focus on myself or what does that look like? But also, too, as I'm processing this, it is all part of the evolution of what it is that I'm going through. 
it's part of the evolution of what it is that I see and all of that. Like, I am really here, like, trying to figure this thing out. So, you know, processing, you know, I think sometimes we don't take enough time to process what we're going through. Like, sometimes it's we're here, we get it, and we move forward. But, like, no, like, start embracing that shit. Start embracing that shit. Like, you are here for a reason. And with me, I'm not ashamed to say I want love. I do. I've done the work. I've done, I've done a lot of work. I can always do my work. We can always do my work. But embrace what you got going on right now. I'm dancing again. That brings me so much love, energy. I'm finishing my second book. I am re-releasing my first book. I'm releasing the audiobook to my first book. I'm working on the audiobook for my second book. I mean, y'all, like, it's a lot going on. On top of, like, I'm about to start a new job. Because, yes, baby, I'm going back to work. I'm about to start a new job. This is a lot to process. And I'm okay. I'm okay. Like, just because I'm not excited or whatever doesn't mean I'm not okay. I am okay. I just need to process. And I think that that's okay that we do that. So, I think that's episode 82. We processed. So, this episode basically was me. It was basically a journal entry. Okay, that's what we're going to call it. It was an audible journal entry. Maybe it made sense. Maybe some parts made sense. But it doesn't matter because it's here. So if you made it this far, thank you so much for listening. I love you guys. but love you the way you love the world. And as always, we are going to end on our Africa. All right, so you are now about to hear our affirmation. I want to give you an affirmation to carry for the week. So from Monday to Monday, you at least have an affirmation that you are repeating to yourself every day. She got faith. Listen, we want to give you affirmation to get through the week. So enjoy. All right, welcome to episode 82's affirmation. And so this week's affirmation is... I choose to live in the present moment and I give my life permission to transform. I am accepting of the evolution from healing. So I choose to be in the present moment and I allow myself to transform and I accept the evolution of healing and basically what that means is I accept who I was who I am and who I'm becoming and I'm embracing it and I love it and I love me all right y'all thank you for saying this with me through this episode I really really do appreciate y'all Say this affirmation with you from now until we meet again next Monday. And also to embrace you, love you. I love you, but always remember to love you the way you love the world. Bye, guys.
All right, we have came to the end of our show. I really appreciate you for listening and sticking with us and coming every Monday at 3 p.m. Central to hang out with us. I appreciate you guys. I can't thank you enough to my listeners, followers, everybody, friends, family who loves and believes in everything that I'm doing. I really, really thank you from the bottom of my heart. I love you, but I always want you to remember to love you the way you love the world. And I'll catch you next Monday. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.